This is Man Afraid of Everything. I'm 36 years old, and I'm afraid of running. It's not like I want to run an ultra marathon. I just want to try running so I can sleep better. But running looks grueling. It's high impact, so it can hurt your joints, knees, toenails. There are all kinds of hazards. Cars, bikes, creeps, stalkers, and muggers. It's also pretty difficult to start running from zero. Most people have to ease into running, which led me to the Couch to 5K. The Couch to 5K program was created by Josh Clark in the 1990s. It's supposed to gradually get you to the point of running 3.1 miles. There are all kinds of spin-offs, but the general plan alternates running and walking for half an hour, three times a week. You start running more and walking less each week, and after around nine weeks, you're supposed to be able to run for half an hour straight. Nine weeks? That's a huge commitment. I've been thinking about running for a while, though. I read this book called Born to Run around 2012 and was obsessed with trying to run. It was all about ultra-marathons and a hidden tribe of super-efficient runners. You may remember it because it popularized those creepy toe shoes. I never actually started running, though, because I was embarrassed to run around my neighborhood. I didn't want to be that guy, passing by your house every day. I also didn't have motivation. But I wanted to sleep better, and my friend said I should try running. I have no idea if my legs work like that anymore. Running websites say, you just need a pair of running shoes, but I've seen what happens. Joggers with sunglasses, armbands, Fitbits, stretchy pants, tank tops, sports bras, headphones, short shorts, fanny packs, and energy gels. I don't want to get sunburned. What about runner's trots? I've heard horror stories about runners going to the bathroom in the bushes. Getting caught doing something like that puts you on a list. Even if you're nine miles from home and forced to act out of desperation. I used to be worried about running into people I know. But that almost never happens. Now I'm just afraid of running into people I don't know. I'm also afraid of getting hit by a car. Drivers look for other cars. Not skinny men jogging. Should I wear fluorescent? I think dogs hate joggers too. I don't want to get bit by a dog. This may sound stupid, but I'm also afraid of people making fun of the way I run. Do I look natural? What if a group of kids laugh at me? Do I need water? Pepper spray? Should I bring my wallet? What if I pass out? If someone finds me, who would they call? I should bring an ID with me. What about a headband for sweat? How tight should I tie my shoes? What kind of socks? I'm going to get a ton of blisters. What about bleeding nipples? Chafing? I hear that happens. Are there mountain lions in the suburbs? I started the Couch to 5K program. I didn't want to spend money on new running shoes, so I pulled out some old Nikes that I've never really worn before because they're bulky, ugly, and meant for playing basketball. 
I threw on a green t-shirt and found some shorts, but they didn't have deep pockets. I needed somewhere to put my phone. I found a passport holder and hung it from my neck. Then I fed it under my shirt and tucked it halfway into my pants to hold it in place. I ran in place to make sure the strap was long enough and that it would stay put when I was running. It worked. Then I had to find some socks, but they couldn't just be any socks. They had to be athletic socks. I opened my sock drawer and grabbed a pair that said Hanes Dry X Temp. According to the official website, for my socks, they're supposed to adapt to your body temperature, keeping your feet dry, cool, and comfortable. It sounded good to me. There are a bunch of apps for doing the couch to 5k. I ended up with a free app called Map My Run, so I could keep track of my steps and my time. As if anyone cared how quickly I walked. Then I saw in an online forum people recommending a Couch to 5K podcast created by Robert Ulry. His website was down, but I found the first episode on another site. I mapped out my ideal path, industrial building, train tracks, park, neighborhood, park, train tracks, industrial building, done. I popped in my AirPods. Can they handle sweat? I started the Map My Run app and pressed play on Robert Ulrey's Couch to 5K podcast. I was off. I started my walk next to a huge industrial warehouse. I had bright white shoes and sunglasses on, plus a hat to protect my identity and to block out the sun. I was afraid people would recognize me. Oh, he still lives around here? I was supposed to walk for the first five minutes, which was just enough time to get to the train tracks down the street. Before I hit the tracks, I had to pass under these huge electrical towers. I always used to worry about living so close to them. Would they give me health problems down the line? I crossed the train tracks and headed toward the local park. It had a nice paved loop for cycling, walking, or jogging. I was digging Robert Ulrey's podcast. It featured somewhat dated techno music to keep up the pace. Every once in a while, he'd pop in with words of encouragement. Just as I passed the basketball courts and got on the paved track, Robert chimed in. Okay, it's time for your first run. It's just 60 seconds. Ready? Go! But I waited. Kids were playing basketball, and I didn't want them to see me running. Who runs and walks and runs again like a weirdo? I kept walking until I was out of sight. Then I rewound the podcast and started running. I couldn't remember how to run. I feel like I was galloping. It was weird. I haven't run much for over half my life now. My poor feet were pounding into the pavement, lost and confused by what was happening to them. I hit 60 seconds of running and started my cool-down walk of 90 seconds. I needed it. The weather was in the 80s that afternoon, and I was starting to sweat. I should have brought some water with me. I made it around the paved loop, but I didn't want to pass the basketball kids again, so I veered off into a local neighborhood. It was my first brush with cross streets, stop signs, and cars. The streets weren't very busy, but I still tried to plan my running portions when there were less people around. I tried to look like I was familiar with the neighborhood. 
I ran and walked down the sidewalk, constantly looking for cars backing out of or pulling into driveways. I was worried about getting backed into. I wasn't wearing reflectors. I was out of breath by the time I finished running around the block. I should have brought an oxygen tank. Then I headed back to the paved loop in the other direction, my feet still clobbered into the ground with every step. I ran through some smashed bird poop and berries. Do I have to clean that off now? It might be a good thing, though. I won't look like such an amateur if my shoes get dirty. When I finished running around the loop, I headed back toward the train tracks. I tried to dodge stepping on broken glass on the ground. I was worried about tracking glass into the house and stepping on it later. I got back to the house just as Robert introduced a five-minute cool-down period. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought I was done. I headed off into the neighborhood nearby and strolled around for five minutes to kill time. I felt excited, but very winded and sweaty. But I did it. I got outside and I ran. After my first run, I went crazy with research. I read about running form, watched some videos. How was my gait? Was I striking wrong? Heel strike, midfoot, front foot, etc. What about my posture? After my second run, I had blisters on my feet. At the start of my third run, my left hip was already hurting. Luckily, it went away after a few minutes. I headed back towards the park, but there was a train. I backtracked and did a loop around the neighborhood. When I headed back toward the park, I noticed a topless man with a dog down by the train tracks. It was a Rottweiler. I didn't want to deal with that, so I headed back into the neighborhood for the rest of my run. By the third section of running, though, the inside of my knees started killing me. I was surprised to find myself hobbling. I tried to push through, but I couldn't. I ended up slowing to a walk. By the end, I was shuffling through the running portions. When I got home, I could barely get up the front steps. I started icing and elevating my legs. A couple of weeks later, my knees still hurt. Am I that old? Was it my shoes? Was it my gait? Is it hereditary? It's been six weeks since my last run, and I'm finally back out here trying again. Thanks for listening to Season 3, Episode 5. There may not be another one. Man Afraid of Everything is me, Jeeb Stoneham. You can find more episodes at getafraid.com. Theme music by FF Lowbeats. If you like the show, subscribe and tell a friend. If you have something you've always wanted to do, but you're afraid, come on the show. Send me a message at getafraid.com.